Welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students, a multi-part podcast series that gives college students the knowledge and tools to handle their financial situation during and after college. Your host for this program is Professor Frank Longo of Centenary University School of Professional Studies. Please note that before making any financial decisions, please seek sound financial advice from a financial professional. And now, here is your host, Professor Frank Longo. Hello. And welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students. Thank you for joining us. Today's discussion was scheduled to be about car and truck makers, specifically electric vehicle manufacturers. But we have to put that topic on hold for the moment, for maybe another session, while we try to determine what is happening in the stock market. It has been highly volatile, especially volatile since Thanksgiving. On Monday, January 24th, the Dow Jones Industrial Average was subject to such wide swings that the word volatile hardly seems appropriate to describe it. Super volatile is perhaps a better description. Around noon on the 25th, the Dow was down more than 1,100 points. This was a drop of about three and a quarter percent, and the NASDAQ was down nearly five percent. Despite this massive decline. The Dow ended the session up. Yes, that's right, up more than 99 points. And the NASDAQ ended the day up more than 81 points. The high during the day for the Dow was 34,420, and the low was 33,150, a swing of 1,270 points. The volatility has been extreme. This is both scary and confusing for investors. So we will try to make sense about what happened. We need to understand what happened so we can make decisions going into the future. If we want to select individual companies for investing, we need to understand the market's behavior. In the current market, we need to understand or try to understand and anticipate the actions of the Federal Reserve. Analysts attributed the volatility on the 24th to investor anxiety over the Federal Reserve and how quickly it plans to take monetary actions to fight inflation. They cited a Fed meeting scheduled for later as the main concern. So why did the Dow, after such suffering such a deep loss, reverse course and close higher for the day? Bargain hunters bought shares of previously favored companies after they suffered what was de described as ridiculous declines. There's another factor that greatly contributes to volatility and now super volatility, hedge funds. They have significant amounts of money to invest. So much, they can move markets. Also, they use algorithms to buy and sell shares. Algorithms use computerized preset criteria to make buy and sell decisions when certain conditions are met. They can trigger additional selling during falling markets, but when presented, stocks hit certain depths, they trigger buying. Tesla and Nivi both seem to have fallen into this category this week. They both suffered significant price declines, only to rebound later in the day. We at Dollars and Cents are observers, observers before we act. Let's talk about an observation we made this week. We saw a technique used by some investors. 
They identify companies that seem to have good prospects and good metrics. They feel the business is a good one, but the stock price has risen quite a bit. It appears to be too high based on a comparison of its price-earnings ratio to that of its peers. The investor sets what is called a wish list price. That is the price at which they would be willing to buy the stock. When the actual price hits the wish list price during a correction, such as the one that occurred this week, they buy the stock. This seems to have happened to Moderna's stock. It lost about 40% of its value on Monday, and bargain hunters jumped in. It was on their wish list. Hedge funds used this technique this week, and it provides a partial explanation for the volatility. Keep in mind, those that are bargain hunting, they're waiting for prices to go down. And there was something different about the bargain hunting this week. They had lower prices that would trigger their buy. In other words, they really wanted a bargain. That let prices fall more than you previously have expected before they stepped in. That accounts for some of the volatility. And when the prices go up, there's bargain hunting on the way up. But at some point, the investors are no longer bargain hunting because the prices have risen. So what would make the price rise further? Something else happens. Some good news somewhere, some optimism. But the point behind all of this is that it causes volatility. And this is something to think about. Bargain hunting is something to think about. And it will become a topic for a future show. We will study the benefits and risks, and there are risks associated with bargain hunting and wish list investing. Back to what's moving the market. What may move the market? Earnings reports. Several companies were scheduled to announce earnings this week, including Apple, Tesla, Microsoft, and General Electric. Good earnings reports. Those in which revenue and earnings per share beat expectations when it happens with a well-regarded companies, markets, they can often drive the market higher. This could happen this week and in the upcoming weeks. By the way, when Microsoft announced this week that earnings continue to grow, its stock price rose more than $8 per share or almost 3%. So yes, higher earnings move stock prices. Something to keep in mind. Another potential market mover is the possible Russian invasion of Ukraine. Actually, markets could move based not on the actual invasion, but on the fears of an invasion. Why does this matter? An invasion would likely cause the United States to close the financial system, the U.S. financial system, to Russia. This could lead to disruptions in the world financial situation. Additionally, Russia and Ukraine account for about 30% of the world's exports of wheat and corn. A Russian invasion could lead to embargoes on Russian exports. An invasion into Ukraine could disrupt Ukraine exports. This could further fuel worldwide inflation. Don't expect markets to react well to an invasion. On the other hand, an easing of tensions could have a positive impact on the market. All of this is a lot for the market to digest, but there is more. Bargain hunters, as we said, drove stock prices up. That is, 
until the Fed announced plans to raise interest rates, early gains on January 26th were replaced by falling prices. The volatility continued. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell indicated that the Fed would be nimble as it applies monetary policy and interest rate increases. While this approach is likely good for the economy, it may not be for the market. Markets seem to like certainty, and that may not be possible as the Fed will do its actions in a nimble manner that can lead prices to fall. The Fed also indicated that continued spread of the Omicron variant will continue to impact the economy. There is a lot of bad news and potential bad news that may disrupt the market. It already has. Just the potential has disrupted the market. History tells us, however, that there may be something of a silver lining to the Fed's interest rate actions. While the Fed is expected to raise interest rates four times this year, history tells us that may not be so bad. Stock prices of U.S. companies in the past have risen reasonably well when the Fed raises rates. A research firm, Truist Financial, found that stock prices rose at an average rate of almost 9.5% during the 12 interest rate cycles that occurred since the 1950s. A 9% return is not exactly what we've become accustomed to, but it is a far cry from significant losses. The recent stock market performance provides a good indication of what to expect in the current weeks. Volatility and super volatility are likely to remain. This reminds us of the benefits of long-term investing. Remember that historically, the stock market investing has provided the highest returns in history. If your current investments offer good future prospects, staying with them may be a good strategy. The Fed's view that inflation will persist for some time and its plans to raise rates makes I-bonds more attractive. Remember, I-bonds currently pay 7.12% interest, and that rate resets every six months. A rise in interest rates will drive up the rates on the I-bonds. So consider that as far as a form of diversification of your investments. Also remember that innovators can be identified in any market. We will continue to search for them. The current market, market reminds us not to get too excited when it is rising and don't despair when it is falling. My advice to investors is to always stay calm. Also, thoughtfully consider your investing options and remember your purpose for investing. Be driven by your purpose and let it help you guide your decisions. This market illustrates the reason for our mantra. Stay calm, be thoughtful, and purposeful. See you next time. You have been listening to Dollars and Cents for College Students with host Frank Longo. The opinions on this series are those of the host. Before making any financial decisions, be sure to consult with a financial professional such as a certified financial planner. For more information, visit cfp.net.